said something. There's nothing middling about Middler. <laughs> I think. I think it's pretty close. That is pretty close. I, I can't guarantee that's a hundred percent spot on, but you know, close enough. Who needs consistency when you take off three weeks at random? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alright, we're just gonna get started. Th- this is working as an intro, right? The holidays. Yeah, a holiday happened, and then life happened, and then more life happened, and then scheduling happened. Beaches is not that exciting. Yeah, trying to find time in your week for a movie you don't want to talk about is a little bit more difficult than I thought it'd be. Yeah, no, we've had a lot of conversations about it. Yeah. Starting recording this. Beaches, bitches. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, It's time for Beaches, bitches. Hi and welcome to Behind the Hype with your host always Brian Joss with me as always is Jerry Darzo Hi. and Jonathan Hardesty. Hey, we're here. Alright, that was much better. Um, I'm sure we cut some of that rambling of the opening out, but I'm sure some of it's still in. Um, Maybe. I'm sure enough was left in that you know we are not a fan of today's movie. Or at least the two of us were not really big fans of it. John, how were you on it? Adored it. No, just kidding. I was, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> And I feel bad, because if you listen to last week or any of the weeks before when we were talking about doing Bette Midler Month, I'm like, I look forward to watching Beaches. I remember enjoying Beaches. I, if I remember right, you were really pushing for Beaches, too. Yeah. Like, we gotta watch the Beaches. And, and I remember uh, Chewie and I were like, I don't know. Yeah. And then uh-huh. you were just like, we gotta put it in there. Which I stand by, however, <laughs> fully regret it. <laughs> I am just so aghast. Aghast? <laughs> I, the, you're, I love you, Melissa, but... Why? Oh, my sister? Because how old were you guys? So you I were don't like know. four, right? And you, I mean, so when then this she, came out, I'd been two. It's okay. But you said your sister had you watched a bunch. Mm-hmm. How old were you then? I, I wasn't like keeping a diary. I don't know. It had <laughs> to have been somewhere around. You guys had to have been somewhere around 10, I imagine, if she's making you watch this movie. Sure. Something like that. I don't know. My sister usually picked the movie. This is not a movie for a teenage or pre-pubescent girl. What are you talking? It's about friendship and going to the beach and hating poor people. This is not a kid <laughs> movie. But there's kids in it. I just, I just can't. <coughs> if I, if someone told me at the age of anything, almost before twenty, to watch this film, I would, I would leave. I mean. So, cards on the table. From what I understand, people enjoy this movie just for the the friendship, right? Like, not necessarily the story, because there's really no story. It certainly can't be for the characters, because the characters suck. That might be a little mean. One of the characters sucks. Bette Miller's fine. They're not the best people. No, but one of them calls the other one a climber, so... Yeah, I pointed that out. I was just like, that is a friendship ending insult oh yeah i don't know what kind of friendships this is like glorifying but i'm like like what sort of old money insult is that it's (laughs) it's insulting today (laughs) it's not fun like saying new money in titanic yeah it's just insulting (laughs) to call someone a climber 
So we're five minutes into this thing, and we're already just beating the shit out of it. All right, so do we want to... Should I do the breakdown, since I was the one who chose to watch this thing? So at least we can talk about it a little bit more free, and then we'll yeah. try to structure this out a little yeah, bit more than yeah. just a punching fest. Um, <laughs> not that I'm not enjoying a good beaches punching fest. All right, so uh, the movie opens with two young... Well, opens with uh, Bette Midler as a famed singer, and uh, she gets a note that... Uh, Something bad's happening somewhere, and she's like, well, fuck this concert and everybody who paid for it. I'm going to go see my friend. Yeah, um, fuck the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, which, I mean, part of me is like, yeah, good for you, man. Cool. <laughs> I'm sure you paid a hefty fine for doing that. Um, this is pre-internet, so no one knew it was canceled. Yeah, no one knew it was canceled. They all just had to <laughs> they all just deal with fucking the 101 and the Hollywood Bowl backed up traffic, and the third night was ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood Bowl sucks on a night when the concert is great. Anyhow, um, so uh, she goes to see her friend. Her friend is sick and dying. Um, so we dial it back, flashbacks. We see that they met each other on a beach when they were younger, and they hit it off immediately. The wacky friend was wacky. The not wacky friend was not wacky, but they were just meant to be, and they become pen pals. They stay pen pals for a whole bunch of years. Uh, they meet up again. They get along. Then they kind of have a love triangle thing. Then that gets solved. Then they both get married. Doesn't one of them get divorced? Well, yeah, I think they both, don't he, they? They leave each. I mean, the they both get divorced. Yeah, they both get divorced for various reasons. Or separated. Or yeah, something. Uh, yeah, and then one of them, out of nowhere, gets this disease that's totally random and absolutely fatal, and then everyone's sad and crying till one of them dies. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that that's beaches. Yeah. <laughs> Might be the most like aggressively negative review <laughs> rundown of beaches out there, but I, I'm kind of fine wearing that hat right now i know this movie is supposed to be the whole like the the journey of life and how you have people that come and go and they always mean so much to you storyline sure but i don't find either of these women particularly engaging or inspiring i mean I mean, I liked. I'm, I keep blanking on which one's which. Which one's Cece? Is that Bette Midler? That is Bette Midler, yeah. Right, so I liked Cece as a kid. That when she's played by uh, by um, Ma- uh, Mayim Balik. Yeah, yeah. Blossom. Yeah, Blossom. Uh, I, I like that whole sequence. I think they're really fun kids. I think the charisma between the two of them was a lot of fun. And I'd be like, yeah, I can see why people like these people. And that's probably why people like my sister attached to it was because little girls it- were so good. It is a very striking opening, a striking yeah. introduction to them. Whereas one hiding under the the docks, smoking c- cigarettes, it's like it's a it's a very funny visual, very striking. It's nice because neither of them, well, the one girl, the Hillary, isn't really aware of her privilege, and Cece is, but she doesn't mind it. She wants yeah. to be. She's like all about being open and accepting. And then being surprised when the other girl reciprocates, essentially. Yeah. Um, that is, I'd watch that movie more of just the kids being together. That yeah. was more fun. Uh, watching them grow up, I didn't enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed Cece getting everything she wanted, except for a good uh, standing husband. Like, yeah. But she didn't really seem like she actually wanted a husband she seemed more like she just wanted to be desired which i would have to say my favorite scene in this whole movie is her mom telling her you're exhausting (laughs) i had to move to florida to get away from you i love you but get the fuck away from me (laughs) uh 
That's the best scene in the movie to me. Yeah, I can't argue um, with that. It's a very good scene. And Cece, I mean, yes, yeah, she's madly talented, and she gets everything up with hard work and all that. And then it's just freaking frustrating to watch Hillary's character pursue her bliss and then abandon it. Right, oh, so you're like on, almost you're right on away. Cece's side of that argument. Yeah. Yeah. She totally abandons it. She goes to deal with her sick father, and then she just becomes exactly what she said she didn't want to be. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And then she dies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that that's the that's the nutshell of this movie though, of just like uh all all this character development, all this story, all this whether you like it or not. To me, it's just like, well, it all gets undercut at the end because then she just fucking dies. And it's not like she dies of this, like, long life battle or anything really has anything to do with the plot. It's just more like... She mm, had a virus in her heart. Yeah. Uh, you. And I get it. That's supposed to be kind of like the drama of it all, the tragedy of it all. Like, you know, no one can avoid death. It's out there. It's coming. And it sucks when it hits. Like, I get that. But at the same time, it just doesn't feel cinematic. And I know there's a bunch of people out there screaming at me for saying that, but it's just... No, most people agree this movie's not that good. When I was looking I mean, at reviews... critics, yes, but they're, the fans are... They're, they're big fans. I think they're big fans just because they want the manipulation. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, that's... This movie is made to make you feel the sense of nostalgia that you can't... That isn't necessarily relevant to your life at all but you still have nostalgia for it i mean all the reviews i read talk about how this is made out of the tropes of the 50s with melodrama and women trying to make something of themselves back then because it deals with the tropes of you can't have a career and a happy marriage you can't have this and have a child you can't have this and blah, blah, blah. and they do that to all these women cc mm -hmm. is successful so she can't hold a husband or have a kid uh Hillary ends up having a kid in a marriage, but she has to give up everything, all of her desires. That's intensely 50s. Yeah, no, and this wrong. was made in the 80s, which women were really starting to just get it at that point. Late 80s, too. 88. Yeah, this yeah. is post uh, the feminist uh, civil rights era. And it's, it's an outdated concept. Even in the 80s, it's an outdated concept. So it's just harking on weird nostalgia for what they think female friendships are and to me female friendships aren't about being catty to each other till the end <laughs> god i'd hope not yeah because if beaches is the formula for female friendships like wow <laughs> i i love my female friends and i mean there's a part of me that wishes we could argue sometimes but not like this yeah like this is this movie gets mean did, did i mention climber insult yeah <laughs> like like that's like all the way down to your soul hatred like that's like that's the like the what is it harry potter's like mud blood like ugh. yeah You're being a dick man like that's not a bad word but wow like i'll be your friend as long as you stay in your place type of thing yeah it's it just insults like that to me and like may maybe this is just saying more about me as a person than this as a film but like that's the sort of insult that's like oh you've always thought less of me 
Yeah. Like, it's just one of those, like, uh, there's a history to that I mean, she wasn't even supportive of her when she got her Broadway play. No, that's true. She thought it was uh, cheap or tacky or whatnot. Yeah, vulgar, which that play play is amazing. It's a Broadway play. (laughs) The play is amazing. (laughs) I love that play. I was, like, wide-eyed that whole time. And I'm like, I didn't know this movie was going to go here. <laughs> like, I mean, has there ever been a Broadway play like that? I'm not that familiar with all of Broadway. So to me, that's a very strange Broadway play. But... I mean, I'm sure something made this Broadway like that. Yeah. Doesn't mean it lasted on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it lasted in this movie. Well, of course it did. This is a movie. Yeah, it's just overall a very weird film that has that climber insult and that pettiness and, and argument and bad friendship and then it has this amazingly humorous play about uh titslinger and yeah and the movie does that bounce around between sometimes being really funny and then being really awful and then at the end being very sad melodramatic and i think yeah you guys touched on it earlier what it boils down to is at the very end it feels kind of good to be manipulated for some people i i mean i can only assume that's why we have the we tolerate the Pixar tear fests, right? But Pixar is more sincere to me, at least. True, yeah, true. This is this is a definition of a chick flick, which I've never been a chick flick person. True, but I would say like late stage Pixar, where we are now, they're doing beaches, like. Oh yeah, Toy they're Story. not as good as they used to be. Yeah, no, right? They're not as earned anymore, and none of them are as earned anymore. Just because they've been using that formula over and over again. So it kind of feels like, in a way, we're getting that in a different avenue. It's like Pixar to start killing some dads instead of some moms, I guess. No, Disney hates moms. Uh, so let's actually talk as much as we can. I know this is a real punch fest. And I apologize if you were a fan of Beaches who turned this on and you're still with us somehow. I mean, um, it's, it's just not... We're not chick flick people. No, this was just not a movie for us. It was a bad pick for our show. That, that that's on I, me. We should have chose Gypsy. Oh, I like Gypsy. That's a good movie. It's a better movie that's similar to this. You know, we can watch that one next week. We still got okay, two more weeks cool. of Bette Midler. Let's watch Gypsy. That's a good movie. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, I get why you wanted us to watch it initially, Brian, because this is the cultural touchstone. This is the yeah. one that people know Bette Midler for. If if no one has ever seen a Bette Midler film and you say Bette Midler, they're like, oh, Beaches. Like, yeah, this is the one that has per- persevered through time. And all the stuff we've complained about it, if you're into, like, the chick flick or the, the melodrama, the tearjerker, like, this does have all those in that regard. In that regard, it's doing well, but we just don't like this genre at all. Yeah, and, and like there's something to be said about like it's very on the nose with all those tactics of the tear jerking and the melodrama and all that stuff. And I'm a fan of melodrama, just not this flavor, I guess. Um, but it's kind of like, like when you go back and watch, say, an old school horror movie. Like, they're not scary at all. They're kind of campy and funny. Like they're not even a remote chance. Are you going to be worried? Like while watching, say, like the original Friday Thirteenth, you're not going to be scared anymore. It's fine. Because we're growing up now where, like, movies are way more complex because they have to be because we've seen all those tricks. So it's kind of the same thing with this, but for, like, I feel bad saying chick flick over and over, but that's kind of what it is. But, like, it's the same sort of deal of this is where those tools and tricks happened. So now when we watch these styles of movies, they're more layered because they have to be. They have to hide the tools. Back then they didn't have to because there wasn't the roadmap of... I mean, there's how many more movies a year coming out now than there was in the 80s? It's like oh, astronomical. 
So you have to get more creative to make these things work. Back then, you didn't have to. So this is when that stuff happened. They're the ones who made it. So I can appreciate it for all that, but it's still like, I don't want to watch it. (laughs) It's cool that it does it. It's great that it does it. It still does not for me. I was just thinking about your comment. Like, this is the movie that everyone knows Bette Midler for. But I'll tell you, in my youth, I knew her because of the First Wives Club. I was Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Yeah, Hocus Pocus got me. But like, then again, it was Hocus Pocus, Gypsy, Beaches, because my sister liked Bette Midler. So she watched these movies, too. But so I might not be the best litmus test. Yeah. I, I, yeah, for me, it was Gypsy. I like Gypsy and freaking First Wives Club. First Wives Club, hands down. Seriously. Fantastic movie. Maybe that'll be our last week, and we just won't do Hocus Pocus. I mean, I'll always... Any any day of the week. Anyone ask me to watch First Wives Club? Yeah. This? No. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is that we shouldn't watch this a second time in a row. No. Watch <laughs> First Wives Club. It's the same sort of stuff. Here's these women that have gotten older, and they used to be best friends, and they've gotten through life. Some are rich, some are poor, and they have to come together in the end. And you know what? They do it. And it's really good in that movie. And but, none of them die. But that one also has Diane Keaton and Di- Goldie, Goldie Hawn. Yeah. yeah. They're way funnier than Barbara Hershey. I i can't get mad at Barbara Hershey. I haven't, don't even know anything else I've seen her in. Exactly. <laughs> the other ones are Goldie Hawn and Diane Keaton. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good representation of her acting abilities or not. Well, she wasn't the funny one in this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Who is a funny one? It, it's it's my embalic. That's, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Bette Midler. I mean, she's charming. She always is. Cece's still totally charming. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind watching Bette Midler in this. I actually think she did a great job. That, that, that sounds way meaner than I mean it to be. Like, I think for what this movie tries to be, it does a very good job. I just, I think this is where we go back to this was just a bad it's pick for our us. show. <laughs> Um, is there anything that we haven't hit on? Like, I don't need to spend a whole long episode on this. We don't need to be that mean to somebody's favorite movie. Um, I love the 80s design again. Yeah. That's similar to Ruthless People when we get into her I Just Got Rich penthouse. I'm like, oh, look at this design. The that red, was very... black, and white, and it's just atrocious but wonderful at the same time. I loved looking at all that stuff. Ah. Uh. It's like, could you just walk back through that room again, Bette Midler, please? Both of you. Just you in the frame and that and that scenery. Please. <laughs> and I just figured, it made me think of the First Wives Club because I loved that she had pictures of herself above her bed in the living room prominently displayed. And in First Wives Club, Goldie Hawn has that. And uh, it's fun to, they're kind of like playing similar characters in the two different movies. Yeah. But that's fun for me. I don't know if it's fun for anybody else. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we all have our things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of something uh, else. I think to... the only thing that, that I'll throw out that we didn't really touch on is the when uh, Cece and uh, John Hurd, I forget who he, his character name, but when they when they split, I enjoyed the way that scene was handled. Oh, it's yeah. Him. It's him being a responsible adult and knowing that she didn't actually want a husband. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 th- this is done. Like, you don't need me. Like, 
Like, we're just not in a relationship anymore. Like, it didn't feel, like, malicious or cold or it wasn't very hard to watch scene. This felt very, like, this is really well handled. I like the way it was yeah. done. Yeah, I really like that scene, too. And I I think he played it grounded enough, given how everything else is just so on the nose and a bit elevated. It was good. Really good and affecting. Yeah, so that, that's my one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did we do it? <laughs> well, I do. I will say, like, re- regardless of how on the nose it is, at the end of the at the end of the movie, it's still emotional, whether it's earned or not. I'm older now and less of a cold-hearted stone robot, and I was affected by the death and seeing the kid. You know, the, all that stuff at the end, the way it wrapped up, whether it was earned or not, still made me a bit emotional. So there's some props to that, whether it's for us or not. Like, I've noticed this through a few movies, you know, over the years that don't earn the emotion, but still somehow elicit it. There's a <laughs> there's a skill to that, like to still, you know, be affecting whether you earned it or not. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to reach for a bit of a plus here. <laughs> I just I don't really have much that. Yeah. yeah, this is not a movie for me. <laughs> uh, especially because it does one of my cardinal, like, what problems with the timeline. Okay, because it's like, okay, so oh, yeah. Cece finds out her, her friend is pregnant. Okay, uh, so, you know, babies, they last, it's about nine months, um, and she finds out she's pregnant, and she's already showing, so you assume she's, like, at least at least four months, depending on what's going on. Sure. Um, so that leaves you about five months. Uh, and in a span of those five months, um, Cece moves to San Francisco, Yep. uh, helps her put together the nursery, meets her OBGYN, uh, starts dating her OBGYN, uh, gets engaged to her OBGYN. <laughs> um, and then before the baby's born, breaks up with him and moves back to... <laughs> Uh, to Bur- to Bro- Broadway, um, and within that span, he ends up getting married to somebody else. Uh, and I'm like, so this all happened in five months. It was a whirlwind. Woo! A whirlwind. <laughs> what a crazy five months. I mean, I get it. You just gotta go with the flow. And this was a fire hydrant bursting. This is a pregnant woman who's giving birth as a single jobless lady in the 80s uh she doesn't need this drama no and that's so much drama a friend to support her (laughs) oh my god i was tired watching this timeline play out in such a short span of time it's like jesus take a nap everybody yeah you think fast and furious 8 had a weird timeline (laughs) check out beaches i was thinking about that (laughs) and there's there's even some element of just in the beginning where it matches up some lack like not linear nature is not consistent or done particularly well pacing wise because i was just reading through the uh synopsis on wikipedia and it was like oh that's where that scene was alluding to that's when she gets it oh that wasn't clear at all like exactly when she got the letter and all that oh so. yeah no it's fast and loose Fast and loose and not for us. 
All right. Uh, I think we should try to move into our favorite moments uh, and or quotes. Uh, I already kind of went with mine, so I'm just going to stick with it. And that's when Bette Midler and her husband split up. All right. Because um, I just like the scene. It's well acted. It's well done. It is. It's very well acted. I like that play. Yeah. About right. Titslinger. I just, with how surprised I was that that happened and that was in the movie, it was delightful. It's It's fantastic. My favorite moment is when she goes down, when CC goes down to see her mom in Florida, and she's like, well, the reason I left him is because it just, he stopped paying attention to me. And then her mom just goes, oh, CC, <laughs> your dad died because of how much attention you needed. <laughs> I moved to Florida to get away from you for how much attention you need. What a cold blast of water in the face right there, right? And it's not even said, like, maliciously or mean. It's just like, you need to know who you are. <laughs> and if you're leaving a man because he's not paying enough attention to you, you are never going to have a man. Unless, you know, he's a complete doormat and something, something. Yeah, that's not fun for anyone. I mean, some yeah. guys like it, but she might as well be a dominatrix at that point. <laughs> Maybe in the sequel that they did, they ended up not making. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Beaches 2. There, there was a Beaches 2. <laughs> it just didn't get made. Um, but you know what that means. It's time for double features. True, mm. what are you going to watch with Beaches? Your favorite movie. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what an odd choice. Another thing about, you know, friendship through the years and going to a beach and it makes everyone happy. and <laughs> It's just a more fun movie and it's on my mind. I mean, I can't argue with you. It was a pretty good movie. It's got everything you want. It's got kids. It's got, it's got romance. It's got unrequited. It's got lost. It's got a wedding. It's got <laughs> bickering. Lots, yeah, of, lots lot, of bickering. Lots of bickering. A really good fight yeah. between, you know, yourself and the thing living inside you. Yeah. Uh, could just be a giant allegory about being gay. I'm not sure. There are a lot of people out there on the internet saying that that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a, it's a, I liked that movie. Yeah. The farther I get away from it, we just watched it last night. The more I'm like, I think that was a pretty good movie. It's more fun. Yeah. I'll definitely uh, watch that. Watch that after you watch Beaches. Yeah. I, I'm going to go a similar vein. Um, not not quite so similar. Uh, but I'm going to say you start Beaches and you go, Bleh. and then you have to, you know, you got to keep the trend going. You got to stay with a chick flick because, you know, you got to keep the theme of female friendship going and you want to keep the theme of Beaches going. So, you know, what do you do? You take Barb and Star and go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> <laughs> no one dies in that one. Though. No one dies in that one. That's true. We um, die of laughter. You do die of laughter, though, because the movie is <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. There is one doctor, sadly, who dies. And you can't forget Trish. Trish. <laughs> Trish dies. <laughs> Trish. She was already dead. They're recanting her story as they're going. That's true. I guess she did die before the beginning of the story. But they didn't know that when they started. It just went there. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Barb and Star is like the best movie of the year. Yeah. Anyhow, John, your turn. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I like where you guys are going with yours in terms of just recovering from a, a rough, a, you know, a, a rough night as it were. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with the movie rough night because <laughs> they, someone dies on a beach in rough night and both movies are very rough. And That's I think fair. you watch rough night after 
as a sort of like, oh, you think this is going to pick up? But no. But it's also about female friendship. There's but a no. few good moments in Rough Night. Yeah. Just, just, so, a, just a few. <laughs> the night saw, might improve. Oh, wait. Yeah, we but, did it for the podcast. You saw I it. I forgot about that yeah. movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was our, that's a summation of our review right there. <laughs> forgot about it. So, yes, you did. We didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty forgettable. I, I think we said that at the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is like deja vu right here. <laughs> So next week, and by next week, I mean next episode. Uh, we're not going to record for, uh, we'll probably take off the next couple of weeks for Christmas and New Year's. Uh, then we'll get start up again in January. We're going to have two more weeks of uh, Bette Midler, and then I don't know how many more people. Not a, not a whole bunch more. We're going to take a little bit of a break from behind the hype for a little bit. But we still have a few more months to get through. Um, but next episode for Bette Midler month-ish thing, uh, <laughs> Chewie said earlier, will be Gypsy, the made-for-TV movie. Uh, that won a primetime Emmy and a whole bunch of other shit. I remember seeing a whole bunch as a kid. It's a good, mo- it's a good movie. I I, uh, I remember liking it. I remember my friends liking it. Like I remember we talked about watching it. So, but I have not seen it since I was in elementary school. So I, I know nothing beyond that. What year did that come out? Nineteen ninety three. Oh, ninety three. It's okay. kind of amazing that she made a made for TV movie in nineteen ninety three. I mean, it was a big deal. They they won Emmys. Like yeah. So. All right. Least, oh, sorry, they won Emmy. Uh, <laughs> this is two wins, and eighteen nominations, but, but only won one Emmy. Okay, it's an IMDb thing. I don't know. They like the Emmys and the Oscars more than the other awards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be next week, and then uh, be sure to tune in to uh, who, what, when, when, why we do in the shadows. That's still going on. We're in season two, almost done with season two, which is kind of sad. Uh, but we're also taking a break there too for the rest of uh, December. We have one more episode coming that we've pre-recorded, but then we're gonna be done for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, what about you? Uh, all, you know, Demon Days also kind of been inconsistent this month just because of the holidays. And I've got one more episode in the can, which will either be out or not be almost out by the time this airs. Just depending. Timey-wimey, wobbly, wibbly-wobbly. Uh, and then we're going to take a break till everyone gets back uh, from the holidays. Like, I- I'm, the, I'm the one stuck here with you guys. <laughs> everyone else is out and about. Um, Get no Macron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Where's as, the as... Uma? I need my cron. <laughs> but anyways, once we get back, we'll start knocking them out in January. Get a much more aggressive recording schedule going, and yeah, it'll be fun. Sounds good. All right, so uh, thank you everyone for listening. If uh, if you celebrate it, then Merry Christmas in the next couple of days. And uh... and if you don't, and if you don't, then have then... some Chinese food. Have some candy. Yeah. Get some rest. Yeah, or you know just. Enjoy your Saturday. <laughs> yeah, or go get a lamp, or a leg lamp. Or just be really annoyed that it's on Saturday because you don't get Friday off. Fucking nothing is open. <laughs> nothing is open. It's my only weekend day. <laughs> Fuck Christmas. I totally get it if you're pissed off about it. You have every right to be. I'm sure most people are annoyed that Christmas is on Saturday. <laughs> That's very true. All right, so uh, enjoy it if you can. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>